Good evening. Welcome to Black Republican Back Democrat. I'm your co-host, Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence. It's a cold, yeah. cold, sunny. Yeah. It's supposed to be spring. A- April. <laughs> the, what's the date? The 6th? The 7th. 7th. The 7th. 7th. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I get the dates wrong and then the people be thinking we're pre-recorded. No, it's the 7th. Yeah. It's cold as heck here. It is. And if it's warmer wherever you are... By humbug to you. Okay. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. it's, you know, see, this is what I'm saying about Minnesota. It, 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 winter grabs you and just doesn't want to let you go. Like, like Trump. Oh, Lord. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and the things that he says. We are totally live. So if you're in your car today and you're, yes, this is me. <clears throat> and that's Pat one over there. We're yeah. totally live. No yeah. preemption today, Pat one. Right. We're in full effect for a full hour. That's right. So 651 989 5855. 651 Nine eight nine five eight five five is that call in number, both locally and and nationally. If you're uh, internationally, if you, you know yeah. well, you know when you got to be black, it's nationally. Yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> it's nationally. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, give us a call though. Uh, we got a uh, great guest today too, and, absolutely, and plenty of news to talk about. Yeah, because the topic uh, coincides with what you and I are always talking about when we're talking about our community, because yeah. our, our topic today uh, affects a lot of minorities. Yes. more and so it's a great thing that you we know, have a lot more to lose then and then see even the though thing. having less it impacts us more and exactly yeah. all the time yeah. and 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 what's great is it's it shouldn't be a partisan issue yeah and everyone's going to be yeah, surprised absolutely. that who's raising this issue is and so mm-hmm. i'm excited about it and, yeah. and total support of it so the news, yes, the news. here we go <laughs> your boy well, what, what, what do we start it? We always got to start with Trump. We always got to start with okay, a little, so we'll start with a little Trump. bit of Trump now and oh, and, okay. and the waning of the, uh, the show. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't even know know what to say. Here, let's start with this. Okay, here's a guy that uh, signed an omnibus bill mm-hmm. and complains about the Democrats uh, now because he's trying to be politically astute. I think he's learning a little bit and blaming the Democrats for DACA. And uh-huh. that was, and when we have uh, Raul Reyes back on, we got to have him on because he's a, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a, a lawyer, yeah. total yeah. Uh, baby. And so um, how now he's trying to get ahead of the, the, the elections, the mm-hmm. midterm elections coming up and blaming us Democrats for DACA. My friend, you signed an omnibus bill mm-hmm. that didn't include one damn cent mm-hmm. for your wall. In fact... It it only re it reiterated the monies that was already there for mm-hmm. you not to touch it. Mm-hmm. When Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi gave you twenty five billion dollars for your wall, that was the exact amount Trump asked for. Nancy and 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 Chuck gave mm-hmm. you twenty five billion dollars for your wall, and he said no. He blames Democrats when my friend, you're the mm-hmm. one that ended DACA. Mm-hmm. You're the one that ended DACA. So from the beginning, he's been, and you, you, you. I love when Republicans used to say this when my president was around, mm-hmm. leading from behind, which is exactly <laughs> what Trump is doing. He's leading from behind because he's talking out the side of his neck. Well, I disagree because I think he's you doing fourth-dimensional chess here because realize a lot of the funding or most of the funding um, in that omnibus, uh, omnibus bill um, is going to the military. So he can use as the as the uh, commander-in-chief, he can no, order 
the military to build the wall, which actually we have used the military before. And just like when we've had those that caravan or whatever those groups of people um, coming in, demanding to come into our country, uh, which they have no right uh, to do that. Uh, you know, he said, well, you know what, we're going to send the military down there, which is totally within his purview but as the president of the United States. But what I'm saying is you I, I believe Trump is three, four five steps ahead of the Democrats. The oh, Democrats please. think that one thing is happening, but it's another. And so I think with that military spending, a lot of that is going to be used um, domestically. No, it and it's going to be I believe it's going to be used to build a wall. It's also going to be used um, in other ways to help round up individuals that are you know being caught in those scandals with the FBI um, that's been going on with uh, Mueller, with McCabe, oh, with yeah. all those folks. The that, guys that's that he's putting what, in, that's what's going on. Oh, you mean the people yeah. he's putting in, 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 in power? Yeah, those people. But here's the thing. It, here's here's why he's not a, a smart guy. You can tell the people that he's around are not that bright. And then he's firing the smart military. He, he's firing the smart military people. Like who? Because like guys like McMaster. Because you don't. Because he. But, hear but me McMaster's out. not a team player. He's actually been because he, he no. He's been, a career guy. He's he thinks country first. No, Pat, no, he doesn't. And let me finish though. Here's the thing. McMaster's, McMaster's told you. McMaster said, you don't send the military down there to protect the borders because they're trained totally different. They're trained. Mm -hmm. They're mission trained. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to send someone, you want to send some part, a branch of the military, you can try, you can oh, you try the No, you try the Coast Guard because they're better. The Coast Guard, Google, do a, mm -hmm. do a simple Google okay. search. They're better trained. Okay. Okay. For for uh for especially when it comes to uh, civilian type of issues, which would be the border control, border patrol, mm -hmm. they're better trained. You don't send military men and McMaster. Why not? Because it's a, it's. An I attack. just told you why. It's, a, here, it's here. an attack on our country, and so we it's not an attack. It's not a, defend our country because oh, we have borders. See, that's what. Oh, what's what an attack on this country is is these tariffs that he's putting on. Believe in the Constitution. Believe you want to talk about the job numbers? Country has that. You know, the job of the military is to protect our country. And so he oh, definitely please. can do that because if people are coming demanding to come in our country, not coming in the proper way, that's an invasion. And so you have every right. He has every right. He has the authority, the constitutional authority. So to now what you want to have there. is a, a, a huge bloodbath on the hands of Americans now killing people that are crossing the border. And then instead of sending people down there. Yes, it if is. Coming over instead of sending people. If you're breaking the law. You're breaking the law. Instead of sending. Oh, so, so kill them. So just kill them. If you're coming over oh, illegally, stop come on now. If I was Be president, so I what you do, have this problem. I would have what, troops there. I would have already built the wall. Actually, I wouldn't build a wall. It would be a fence. I would have a fence that goes all the way across so that you can see on the other side because you don't want people encamping, uh, you know, on the other side of the wall. You can't see what's going on. So I would do a fence from, you know, around across the border. And then I would have troops paroling there. And I would say anyone that's crossing illegally across our border orders shoot them oh, that's what i would do yeah that, and, and and i wouldn't play any games but see we we try to be too politically correct we try to be nice and they, we see that people this dude, other countries this, just roll right the up. orange rooster is not politically correct well he's not he's an insulting he needs to, go, he needs to go forward with that with what well, continue no, he, to needs wreck to it. he needs to be firm oh, with, how come with, you guys don't complain Mexico? about how, how come you guys don't complain about the real unemployment anymore how about you guys we can talk about the two because we, we, yeah. we don't have too many more minutes sure. we can talk about the real the 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 the, the real numbers? bad numbers that came out yesterday for mm -hmm. the uh, for the jobs numbers. So now this is the economy that he's 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 been on. He's owned. He he yeah, owned he's it, owned it. it. even right. when the residual effects wasn't his. Yeah. So now you can own this.
Mm-hmm. Now you can own this. Now you can own how the stock market has never seen this huge of a, t- a tumble. But remember, the, but remember the stock market that can be manipulated. So it's not. you say that, but does Trump say that? Trump has been boasting about how good the 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 economy, of course, he stock has. market has been because doing since he's, doing, he's been he's in office. He's trying to cheerlead. Do you he's hear trying him? to rally. Oh, That's what he's please. been doing throughout his whole. I don't need a cheerleader. I need a guy that tells no, no, the no, truth no, no, because and puts together sound policy that's effective. And encourage people to go out and buy, to encourage people to hire, encourage and that's people. Happening. That's what he's been doing, and that's, that's been good. But you have the globalists, the people that want to take down America. That's why they don't like Donald Trump, because Donald Trump is a nationalist. No, they, he's that's nasty. Why, that's why, well, maybe he, he does, he actually does need to get nasty with these globalists oh, so please. that we can preserve our American culture, where, our American heritage, where we can preserve our There's, sovereignty oh. and our nation and our rule of law instead of inviting people here who want to destroy America. Oh, and then the people within, what Americans do that? People so who do in we, America that's destroying, like the Democratic Party, like Hillary Clinton, oh. like Barack Obama, yeah. like most of the people in that administration. Sure, sure. So oh, that's yeah. that's the problem. Well, the, that's pro- the problem. The problem. So is- it's really not. They're they're trying to make it where Donald Trump is racist and he's all. Oh, he it's, it's it's, oh, it's about nationalism. Nationalism versus globalism. He and is. globalism isn't in the best interest of America. He is. It, what is? And it's what, not in the best interest. And what of black people? Folk. And what people does he want more of to come over here? He wants more people that know oh, and understand me. the rule what of law. What more people? Oh, that, that oh and Norway, they do that. That want to become Americans. Oh, and folks from Norway, they do that. Keep their own language, keep their own culture, stay isolated instead of becoming true Americans. And folks from Norway, oh yeah, they've got that good old American value embedded in them. We've they got, do, we're in Minnesota. Oh yeah, right. We've got more <laughs> on this side of the break. This is Jamar, this is Black Republican, Black Democrat, on your Twin Cities News Talk and your iHeartRadios. A black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm Jamar Nelson. You got to turn your mic on. Oh, welcome back to Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm Jamar Nelson. <laughs> and I'm Pat with Lawrence. Uh, welcome, welcome back, ladies yes. and gentlemen. We got an exciting show uh, because, as I said today uh, on uh, my Facebook post, um, the reason we had these guests, we having these guests on, is because the, this problem is something that uh, has even affected myself, mm-hmm. and it's kind of prevalent and. Uh, the African American and minority communities, mm-hmm. um, and so we have we have on our guest um, to explain this because he, he's introducing a bill, if I'm not mistaken, right? Um, it's that, in it's in committee right now. That uh, so that we can stop it. So you know, I think that uh, we need to uh, come together and 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 this isn't a partisan issue, as I said earlier. So let's get our guest on. All right. So today we have uh, Lee McGrath. He's the senior legislative. Uh, Counsel and managing attorney of the Institute of Justice at the Minnesota office. And so he's going to be speaking to us on the subject of civil asset forfeiture. Welcome to the show, Lee. How are you doing? Well, thank you. So, Lee, uh, now, was I wrong? This is a bill that you're uh, that's uh, in committee, right? That's right. Uh, there's a, a bill in the House. Mm-hmm. Uh, the House of Representatives in, in over in St. Paul mm-hmm. uh, that would end civil forfeiture mm-hmm. and replace it with criminal forfeiture. Mm. Today, today you can lose title to your property mm-hmm. without being charged or convicted of a crime. And that happens. Forfeiture occurs in Minnesota about seven times a, uh, 7,000 times a year, or roughly 20 uh, a day, mm-hmm. and it affects uh, uh, over $9 million in assets. Mm. Now, as I said earlier, because I've been a victim of it myself, and I know plenty of black mm-hmm. folks that it happens to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of police, 
uh, want to stop you for whatever reason, especially mm-hmm. for I- illegally. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you have money on you mm-hmm. uh, or, or if they, they deem you uh, a, 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 a person that they've stopped before. So now they're profiling you and they stop you. You've got money on you, work money. Mm-hmm. They take it, Lee, and then tell you, to, well, come down there and uh, file it, uh, to get right. it back. Mm-hmm. And then there's so much red tape to go through it to get to prove that it was yours, that you worked for it to get it back, Lee. Mm-hmm. Why is the state, why does the state make it so hard for people to obtain their assets that's been illegally taken? Well, that is that is the $9 million question. <laughs> Once your property is seized, mm-hmm. you have to go into civil court, and you mm-hmm. have to file a civil lawsuit against your own property. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to file a, a lawsuit, Patwin versus 2008 Chevrolet Impala, mm-hmm. or... Jamar versus $872 in U.S. currency. Right. Mm-hmm. If you engage in this legal fiction that your car or your cash is guilty, mm-hmm. and then you have to litigate its innocence. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times when it comes to uh, especially poor folks, um, I was just gonna say, we can't afford it. We don't have the money to do that. So then the, these are assets that are just plain taken that the state mm-hmm. just takes. So, again, as you said, that's $9 million a year of revenue mm-hmm. that's, can I call it illegally taken? Because is most of it illegally taken, Lee? You can call it a tax on innocent people. Word. So mm-hmm. illegally taken. <laughs> I love and it. Taxation is so, theft. <laughs> and as I said, this is um, this is not a partisan issue, right? I mean, we should all get behind something like this because it affects so many of us. You know what I mean? Because we don't know our rights. So mm-hmm. can uh, can you run down what's our, some of our rights when we are apprehended by office? So if I'm driving a car, Lee, I'm in North Minneapolis, which is you know that's where I live. I'm in North Minneapolis. There's nothing wrong with my car. I've got my taillights. I've got tabs, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I get stopped. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I've got uh, 600 bucks on me. I've got no check stub, though. But Officer What's-His-Face wants to t- takes my money. What's my rights? So the way to think about this is that the government has a legitimate reason to confiscate the fruit of crime. But the burden should be on the government to prove that there actually was a crime committed and to prove that the $600 was linked was the proceeds of that crime. Right. So, mm-hmm. so what are your rights? Well, we believe, and what this bill that's currently in the House of Representatives says, we believe that your first and foremost it right is the right to be presumed innocent mm-hmm. and that the government should prove in criminal court that, in fact, Beyond a reasonable doubt, you committed a crime. Mm-hmm. And then the second right you have is the, the, that the, the government has to prove that that $600 was the proceeds of the, of the crime. The mm-hmm. burden should be on the government to, to prove, prove both of those, those things. Unfortunately, today, too often, it, Minnesotans do the rational thing. They get a relatively small amount of money, still important, 600 bucks is 600 bucks. Mm-hmm. But it is not worth spending $4,000 mm-hmm. on an attorney mm-hmm. to try to get back $600. Right. So really what this is, it's like a failure of having your um, due process. That's okay. exactly right. Mm-hmm. We believe that civil forfeiture is the wrong kind of process. Mm-hmm. For that reason, it violates the due process clause of the federal constitution 
and the state constitution. Mm -hmm. And the right process, the one that we believe is constitutional, is the criminal forfeiture Mm -hmm. process, the kind that Nebraska and New Mexico and North Carolina have, in which you go into the same courtroom, a criminal courtroom, and you are first convicted, Mm -hmm. and then in the same courtroom, before the same judge, before the same jury, the question of whether your car and your cash were an instrument or proceeds of the crime are litigated. Mm-hmm. So Lee, that's, that's right. the right process. Yes. If your law, if your bill is enacted, now what happens? How does that protect us citizens? So what the bill does, the, two, the bill does a number of things, but the two big ones are it ends civil forfeiture and replaces it with criminal forfeiture. Oh, uh, Lee, uh, hold on, let me stop you right there. For for us folks that don't know, what is civil what is civil forfeiture? Can you explain that to us? I can. Civil forfeiture is independent of criminal prosecution. Civil forfeiture is where the government forces you to file a lawsuit in civil court, and you must file a lawsuit against your property, and you must show that your property was not involved or wasn't the proceeds or instruments of a crime. Mm -hmm. And that's done 94% of the time in Minnesota. That's done completely independently of the criminal prosecution. So the bill ends this legal fiction that that causes you to go into civil court to litigate the guilt or innocence of your own property. But the second and equally important thing that the bill does, it ends Minnesota's current policy of, of the proceeds, the $9 million, going to supplement law enforcement's budget. Mm-hmm. So today, 70% of the money that is forfeited go to supple, goes to supplement the budgets of law enforcement officers and agencies, mm-hmm. and another 20% goes to supplement the budget of prosecutors. Wow. So these agencies have a financial incentive to pro- to go after crimes that have a forfeiture component to them. Mm-hmm. And to buy a margarita blender. <laughs> I've been doing some research. So, on, yeah. okay, what's the okay, two things quickly. What's the likelihood of the bill passing and 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 what's the support What's been the support behind the bill so far? Because now you got you got us now. You got our support, so we'll be yelling for it. All right. So the bill has a good chance of a good chance of passing. We have a an extraordinary group of mm-hmm. of authors uh, on both political parties. Great. For for example, in the in the Senate, the authors include Ron Lance, a DFLer mm-hmm. from St. Louis uh, Park, mm-hmm. and Scott Newman. A Republican from Hutchinson. Okay. In uh, in the House, the uh, authors in, in, include Jim Knobloch, a Republican mm-hmm. from St. Cloud, mm-hmm. and Representative Omar, a DFLer from uh, Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and John mm-hmm. Lesh, a DFLer yeah, yeah, yeah. from uh, St. Paul. I like and that. So, mm-hmm. so the vast majority of legislators support this. The question really is, will these bills get a hearing? Uh, there are a few key uh, legislators who object 
object to this. Mm. They have the support of law enforcement. And what we're trying to argue is this is a mm. legitimate government function. Mm-hmm. Run amok. No doubt. Why do they object? What, what are their objections? Well, they're just taking their money. The $9 million. But, no, but, no, but what, do the, what do they say their objections are? Mm. are they say the, uh, the bill makes, makes confiscating property too difficult. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. right. Yeah, they're my, Hey, uh, hey Lee, can can you do you got a few more minutes to take uh, one, a call for you? Absolutely. Okay, let's go to Don. Don, thanks for the call. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. Thanks for taking my call, but uh, you know, that sounds really dumb even for the government. I didn't know that uh, you could do that. Uh, but, but do we know that it's not a line budget line item in the in the uh, city police or uh, for the city budget whatever? Civil forfeiture is $9 million, so we're going to have to do this to fulfill the budget request or whatever. You know where I'm going with this? Hello? Yeah. Are you th- yes? Wow. So, Lee, are you there? No. Uh, oh. we, lo- I, we lost Lee. Oh. Lee, we oh. Back? is Lee, Lee back? Are you there? Lee. I called back. Okay, oh, I'm sorry, okay. Lee. That, oh. was, that was me. Don't. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you hear the question, Lee? He didn't get a no, chance to hear the question. No, he probably didn't. What was the question? So, uh, so I believe the the guy's question was, where is it in terms of uh, in the bill? Is it like a line item, like the nine million dollars? Is it uh, is it a, a line item in the bill? He's I, I guess he's trying to figure out um, the chances of it passing, and is there and how you know the, that opportunity is going to come about? No, it is not a single uh, line item. It's about a thirty-page bill that has significant reforms to the current, uh, current pr- uh, process. Mm-hmm. And there are about, <clears throat> it affects about four or five different crimes. Uh, each of them has a slightly different distribution of forfeiture proceeds. At the end of the day, what would happen is that about half of the, under the bill, about half of the proceeds would go into the state's general fund after a conviction, after uh, the forfeiture litigation, and the other half would go to a victims fund, victim mm-hmm. a victim fund, or similar uh, social service funds. Okay. Okay. So, Lee, where can I, uh, real quick, bro? I want to thank you for coming on yes. for us and uh, mm-hmm. taking time out of your, your schedule right now. Yeah. So, where can we find you, and how can they show in support for the bill? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me at the Institute for Justice. The website is ij.org. Mm-hmm. And I run the Minnesota office. Okay. And I am particularly interested in your listeners who have been victims of forfeiture. Okay. Right. And who can tell personal stories mm-hmm. as to how how they had to walk away from their money mm-hmm. because the cost of litigating far exceeded the value of their car or the value of, of cash. And they were forced to do the rational thing which is to yell at the moon, kick the dog, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or just uh, give up because it's irrational to enter into this system. Yeah, Lee, will you come back right. on? Uh, it'd be my pleasure. Okay, right. man, we got to have you back on. Thank Definitely. you for taking the time tonight, Lee. Appreciate Thank you, man. You very right. Thank much, you, Lee. gentlemen. All right. Okay, we got to take a break. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat. We got more on the other side. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and iHeartRadio. Roof. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> black Republican, Black Democrat. Watch out now, Stan. <laughs> I'm Jamar Nelson. And I'm Pat Lawrence. Oh, see, that's a great fade in. 
<laughs> Do you know who this is? It's a Snoop, right? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was going to say that as a joke, but not seriously. <laughs> no, they sampled to see that. I know. They but did. see, you yeah, never, yes. man, yeah. all the great music is sampled. No, this is George Clinton. There we go. Yeah, no doubt. Welcome back. Welcome. See, you try saying that when you're black. Welcome back. When you Welcome back. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> enunciate. Enunciate oh, your words. Excuse me, Mr. Republican. <laughs> Welcome back to Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host, Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence. Welcome back. 651 651-989-5855 is that call-in number. And in studio right now, we still have um, Xavier Bickett. Now, I, he, this man's got like 100 titles, so let me try to get this right. Matter of fact, introduce yourself. You are... Xavier Bickett, I'm the chairman of the Republican Liberty Caucus. Okay, see, I, yeah. I have some other things I do, too. I know, exactly, so just let's leave it at that. We, we, yeah, <laughs> leave it at that title. Nice. But, no, he does a lot uh, in the uh, Republican Party. But what's great about this dude is, first of all, we're really cl uh, close friends, and I like him because he cares about... Um, he cares about our community, and it's and it's uh, and it's 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 not rare, but it well sometimes no, we need we need allies. Sometimes exactly allies. sometimes it's rare to see Republicans that care about our community the way that you do. I mean, what I mean seriously, we were just talking about it during the break. Even if they can, I'm just like mm. they can see. You no, face. they do. The Republicans actually have a lot of great ideas, but they're not good at communicating what? them, and they're not that's good right. at communicating them. And that's with, their fault. With communities of color, right? And they're so not, because yeah, you're scared to come in, to you're come not in. introducing yes. your ideals to. Them. I don't know them. How good it could affect me. And that's what I'm saying about Xavier. Mm -hmm. Is he tries to make it his business to bring in these Republicans with these. Mm -hmm. Ideals. I won't say good yeah. ideas, but with these ideals, yeah. and they may not be, they might be good and bad ideals, mm -hmm. but at least Xavier but first and, the, and, the, and yeah. exactly mm -hmm. and people he represents That's bring right. them forward to say mm -hmm. here. What well, and here's another. We'll talk about this now. Um, Xavier uh, had a caucus. Was it last year already? Republican ca the the forum. I'm sorry, the forum that you hosted. Yeah, the governor's forum. Was it last year already? Uh, yes, yeah, September of 2017. Mm -hmm. And he got um, who? How many candidates were there at the time? Five, yeah, four or five. Five of the major candidates that are running now to commit to having a debate in North Minneapolis. Fantastic. Okay, so they can't check it out of it now because it's it's on tape. Mm -hmm. So you're on YouTube, no? But yeah. um, that's what I'm saying. That's cool. Yes. Nobody else would go out of their way to say. I mean, why would why do you care? Why should mm -hmm. you care about the black community? Well, the other part is this side of the Democrats too, because they want to keep that they really want to keep their power. It's like little fiefdoms, like this whole the Twin Cities. It's it's well known whether you. I know this from my nonprofit work days as well as well as from the council. Like there's a lot of little fiefdoms that people have where they don't want people crossing over their territory or borders. And I think with the Democrats, it's the same way. So the Democratic leadership, even though the people would be open, it'll be the leadership that wouldn't want that because sometimes they know of good ideas that Republicans have but they're like oh but those are republican ideas and so then they don't move forward and then the community suffers because of that and that's unfortunate why do you care xavier or xavier well i think liberty works that's his well. hood name by the way <laughs> xavier I, I think liberty brings everyone together and mm -hmm. i think liberty and just freedom in general um is good for the black community uh when we did the black guns matter events we, we went to the hood and people were skeptical of me They're like who's this white boy coming out here mm -hmm. 
uh, who are you? Where are you from? And they and I was it was very, they thought I was an F they was thought I was an FBI agent mm-hmm. trying to round round up their mm-hmm. guns. Um, but I was talking about this libertarian message, and I think a lot of the black community is already kind of skeptical of government in general. Yes. And so when we can when we can talk about Second Amendment rights, firearm safety, de-escalation training with law enforcement, know your rights, mm-hmm. um, and then this civil asset forfeiture where it's a skeptic skepticism of government in general. This is these are issues that are that that go that are part of the black community we were talking mm-hmm. about the braiding and mm-hmm. there's a bill to try and make you be licensed and certified to braid hair like why is the government getting involved in this you're trying to braid mm-hmm. someone's hair you don't need the government to give you permission and so part of the republican liberty caucus is to bring people into the republican party on liberty issues mm-hmm. and that's um so that's why i'm here you know, i don't think that there should be uh i think i don't think the government should maybe play a role but there should obviously be uh certain regulations when you're when you're messing with uh hair and and because you never know, the thing, hair can fall out. You could so I, I, no, I'm, I'm smiling the, because that Democrat's coming out. Now. Oh, exactly, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. The, the, market, yes. the market regulates that automatically. No, so if someone doesn't. comes to your to do your hair and your hair starts falling out, you're going to go tell your people, "Don't go to that person." No, but so the market but, does regulate itself does, no, automatically. But then after the market regulate, I'm bald head in the meantime. Instead of the law, re- instead of the law, re- the bull. Then you instead, sue them. Yeah. They made me lose my who, hair. If she if she he or she is not licensed, who who am I suing? Come on. So we don't. Let's get on this tangent. <laughs> who am I suing? So no, the person be, who did your hair. If they're not licensed, if the you state, can still, if you, you, you can if, do, yeah. you can still. Yep. You can. What? But what money? If the point of having a license is their insurance is to come by that. So mm-hmm. when I sue you, I'm suing your uh, said you insurance. know uh, ex- exactly yeah. said insurance. Blah blah blah. So there's a difference. What I'm saying is. I want it to be easy because that was a trace that we need because not yes. college isn't for everybody and you some some drop out of high school yeah. or you know what I'm saying and so, women braid hair naturally just naturally, at home especially our start, women yeah, you yeah. know seriously yeah. no doubt so to make yeah. money on no but I think that there should be some classes required you should just chemical awareness classes things no, that's the Democrat sh- coming out no here. no no, no, <laughs> no that's the yeah. that's the yeah. person that's the consumer in me coming out saying no uh, there should be some protections because again if 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 you require a beautician to uh, they require mm-hmm. a beautician to mm-hmm. go have certain mm-hmm. licenses for chemicals. Sure. Then just because you braid hair, I know. You- so no, no. Yeah. So this is why, even though you know, at being conservative, I I do have some libertarian leanings, but I I have some mis. Uh, uh, I want to say, how, how do I want to say this? I have con- concerns about libertarianism because they do sound good on paper, but sometimes in reality, especially for African Americans and people of color, that. Um, it won't work out as well. Like if you say, oh, we'll just let the free market do a shop. That sounds great. And and in reality, that's how it should work. But when we had more of a freer market, you know, years ago, um, what was the conditions of African-Americans at that time? And so that's kind of the concern that um, people have. And so to Jamar's point, I do think that there should be some regulations. I'm not for large regulations or a right. lot of regulations, but right. I think right. just like there should be a one basic minimum. To keep people safe. But to keep but people safe. But I understand safe. the libertarian yeah. perspective that the free market will take care of that. Like if they do a bad job or if they're not, you know, doing what they should be doing, then the market, you know, people vote with their feet. Right. I don't, I don't, right. I'm sorry. Right. I don't know if there are any so. people in the black community that's just going to let some random person do their hair. They're going to want that's a referral. Yes. They's going to want to know someone that's See, done that's it before. True. You're not going to just walk into a shop, hey, give me a fade or braid my hair. It's usually based on like recommendation yeah, that's, and, that's and how good they are. So that's true. when you're saying, oh, well, I'm just going to go into some random place, you have some risk and responsibility wait, just like anything. And so, if, if you go to a great clips and someone's license, they could still screw up your hair. Yeah, but get that license to do anything to See, protect the, you. And here you go again. That's the white in you. We got to talk, <laughs> talk about that on the other side of the break. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twinsies News Talk, TwinsiesNewsTalk.com.
Welcome back, Black Republican, Black Democrat. Twin Cities News Talk, TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. And y'all how radio. I'm Jamar Nelson. I'm Pat Will Lawrence. Oh, that's a mouthful. We got to say that. We got to pay yeah, the bills. Yeah, we do. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We got Xavier Bickett from the Republican Liberty Caucus. That's right. Come on, man. How long has it been? I know. I just, you're just a Republican. Oh, we've got Noah. No. Let's see what's going on with Noah. Noah, what's going on, bro? How you doing? My name Hey, hey, Jamar, how are you? Good, how are you? I just, uh, I just wanted to call in and weigh in on the conversation on um, illegal citizen seizures. Um, and I actually have it come kind of a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a lot of you are aware, are aware, I do a lot of mental health work. And so my concern with citizen seizures has really come to evolve around like what people would call like the check the welfare. Um, so where police do a check on an individual um, on like a mental health state, but oftentimes what happens is rights end up being violated and uh, um, mm-hmm. officers have come to use it in a way that it's basically just being used to uh, circumvent the Fourth Amendment. And so mm-hmm. I kind of like to hear your thoughts on like not only like seizure of evidence, but also like seizure of a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... Um, no, I, I think, uh, as you said, you do a lot of great work with uh, uh, mental health. Um, something I was made aware of the other day, um, um, and uh, what in the in a, a particular county? What county is it? Anoka? Uh, no, not Anoka. I'm sorry. I'm Carver County. Mm-hmm. There were pictures. There being there are pictures being. Uh, posted around the city, mm-hmm. the town, mm-hmm. of you being hung, um, and the, and 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 a date given about a public hanging of you, mm. um, with you in a noose. Um, yeah, um, I, you know, I actually think that was meant to be a joke. I don't personally find it all that funny, but it is kind of a county. It, it so. isn't funny. It isn't. Yeah, funny. it isn't. That's um, threatening you. That's. That's criminal. Yes. Yeah. But it is Carver County, so um, it's not necessarily... But, but that's not okay. <laughs> um, so have you, yeah, have, um, you, have you uh, been a victim of uh, illegal seizures? Or any, yeah, uh, actually, a few months ago, I had an incident in Tasca mm-hmm. uh, where they were called for a mental health welfare check, which is basically like when they're supposed to check on you and basically, you know... Someone calls in and says, hey, can you check on this person? They do it. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to respond back to um, respond back to the person just let them know that, hey, he's okay, that he's not. And uh, and they ended up tackling me to the ground mm-hmm. uh, when they got there because I didn't really want, you know, I, I really just didn't want to talk to them. I just kind of needed my space. I hadn't done anything. I was walking down the street, mm-hmm. um, kind of along the river in Chaska. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I didn't want to talk to them, and so it was just—it was almost like they got pissed off, and they uh, wanted me to uh, wanted me to talk to them. And it's like theoretically, you you really never have to talk to a police officer. And it honestly mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of the whole uh, Russian mafia, where we have ways of making you talk. And it's mm-hmm. like, and unfortunately, you know, we always talk about gangs, and mm-hmm. oftentimes I feel like the police are the biggest gang in the city. No doubt, no doubt. And so this would also be good to, you know, we should do a show, like, and we've been talking about this, I have an attorney on, maybe uh, Mr. McGrath could come on, and um, and talk to us about your rights. 
Because remember sure, when you yeah. had your incident yeah. in Mall of America yeah. and we yeah. talked about yeah. that. To know what to do when we come up on police officers, whether in our car or, you know, walking down the street or wherever, to know what we should do and what we shouldn't do. And so, yeah. you know, how we can make it home safely. No doubt. Well, and to let people know what rights they have. Mm-hmm. No. I, I, I actually stood on a board with a lady um, who um, works for one of the music schools in Minnesota. But one of the things she does is she runs a course, uh, like a class, on what kids' rights are mm-hmm. uh, when they're stopped by the police. And I think that everybody should do that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And thanks for your well, call. Well, thank you for your yeah, call. Man, yeah, you got to come back in, though. I appreciate you. Yes. No, and I think that that's important. And, again, I, that's why, uh, Xavier, you had to be on, man, and I appreciate you. Uh Helping us to lead because it's important. And like Lee says, he wants to hear from regular people because that's yes. it, it, it. And that's Pat when said mm-hmm. we are the most with least, but it affected so much yeah. by it. Yeah. And so, again, I, I, could, yeah. I know it's expensive being poor. It's and so <laughs> when we lose money, that's I mean, when you're a millionaire, you lose. Yeah, you, you can fight that battle. Exactly. Dollars, nothing. Well, you can, fight, you can that fight that battle. It. You can fight yeah. that battle. Yeah. You know, but, but if you only have, you know, a thousand dollars to your name, I mean. And again, I know, again countless family members and friends that have been labeled drug dealers and mm-hmm. had vehicles uh, seized and things of that nature. And so I'm such a drug dealer, but I don't have the $4,000 or the $5,000 that you say I do mm-hmm. um, to fight you. And I think what Lee's saying is so important, too. It is it is incumbent and it's the mm-hmm. burden of the state for you to prove right. that this money mm-hmm. is the the, uh, the process, the proceeds of, of uh, something illegal. But that's the whole due process. And that's, you know, wow. that came when the founders were, you know, writing the Constitution. Because that comes, the history behind that comes back from Europe, where people weren't having due process. That people right. just grabbed you and seized yeah. you, and you yeah. know, and, and did all sorts of horrible things. Um, and so they didn't want that here, you know, in this country. Now you can debate if that applies to African Americans. Yeah, that you know, right. this whole, but it does because we're citizens now. Well, especially now when Trump is the president. Well, but. But yeah. the whole point is knowing why that's in place and understand, and then knowing the law and then taking action is, you're right. uh, on that. And I think this is why, you know, as I was thinking about the guest who was coming on with issues like Black Lives Matter, this is where I have that really huge problem with them Uh-oh. is because getting for, for, <laughs> I am <laughs> because this is what they should be doing, because you know, for the past three, three, four five years, Rand Paul and Ron Paul have been talking about some of these very same issues, um, you know, in their campaigns. And so I can see other groups partnering with them that doesn't mean you have to no, vote libertarian yeah, or vote right, Republican, right. but where these issues impact your community you should be partnering which i see lee is doing at the with the legislature that's fantastic where there's bipartisan support but that's what these organizations should be doing and so we should talk to the naacp we had um uh what's her name on oh, the leslie. New, pres- leslie, leslie new president on we should contact her about this she and get the support yes but see again pat i'm, I'm sorry i just want to say oh, no, no, right down is i think that again it's incumbent upon republicans and you need to chime in uh as a yeah, it's a company from Republicans to help get that messaging out, yes. you know, like you do. And I told, that's, that, that's what the problem, though, is. Here's the thing, though. Uh, the 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 the. The old guard of the of your of your party, each party sometimes doesn't let the the youngins lead, mm-hmm. and so I don't know if they that's if true. they think that that's an important matter, and so they need to let you or let the younger people yeah. make those issues because it's important. That's right. And if you want to be political on it and run on it and you win, that's okay with me yeah. because I we reap the benefits exactly. of something that's exactly positive mm-hmm. and ha- happening and affecting us. Right. So you know, I think. One Republicans are afraid to come out into the community, into the black community. No, yeah, one doubt. first one, sure. one. Yeah, sure. one. I just going out myself. It wasn't always the best received either, but sure. I still was at it, still doing sure. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, a lot of times in politics or as a candidate, they're looking for short term gains. They're That's just right. looking for votes. That's right. 
That's for right. me, because I, I believe in a libertarian philosophy and I mm-hmm. believe in liberty in general, I'm mm-hmm. in it for the, it's a long-term thing for me. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's easier for me to go, I'm not looking for you to vote for me. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for you to believe in this idea of liberty and that government isn't, shouldn't be encroached in your lives every day. So mm-hmm. that's part of my job of to telling the party, hey, let's go out and do this event. Let's go do yes. this. Um, but we have to convince them that you can't expect them to vote for you just now because where have you been? And you've exactly. only been here yes. for five minutes. You have to keep going. And that's mm-hmm. part of my job. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm not saying I speak for the whole Republican yeah. party. But I'm I'm someone from the Republican Party coming out and doing the work. That's well, right. they need to have you and other youngsters like you speaking out because again, as we were saying during the break, uh, it, when you think about minorities, black folks and minorities, period, mm-hmm. they're conservative in nature, That's period. Right. Yes. And so these are issues and causes that they would get behind. Mm-hmm. And like you just said, I don't have to vote Libertarian or Republican. That's right. And we, when we had Rob Bonheiser on, and he was saying a lot of good things, and I was saying, look, I'm, I'm not gonna, I don't vote Republican, but I get behind. Good, great issues and great, excuse me, great ideals and mm-hmm. good issues. Mm-hmm. And I support them. And I don't care if we're going around a city with a Republican arm and arm saying, mm-hmm. doesn't matter to me. If you want to ostracize me, that's cool. Because I'm trying to get something done and that's effective right. for our community mm-hmm. and a population of people. And I think that we're mm-hmm. getting too caught up on that now. Is yes. not, Republicans not want to come around because they're poo pooing Minneapolis because, oh, they're all Democrats. I'm going to lose. Don't. No, mm-hmm. come out. Talk to us mm-hmm. because we want to hear your issues. You never know how you can yeah. flip. You may that's not right. get if you get ten votes out of that. That's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. When you look at uh, a guy like Jeff Johnson, mm-hmm. who uh, is, a co- is a commissioner in Hennepin County, mm-hmm. he didn't do well out there, and I haven't seen him yet in that's Minneapolis. Right. And you're running for governor. So he's, being he's, he's agreed to come out. I've yeah. talked to him about it. Well, no, and I'm, and I'm saying that we've mm-hmm. got plenty of time, but yet and still, well, actually, we don't. Because the election is tomorrow. So, <laughs> no, I mean, think about it. I mean, no, no, you need to be doing, see, politicians need to be doing this year, year round. Like, yep. the, the, the party, not just the candidates, but yes, the, party the party needs to have like this infrastructure yes. plan that goes, uh, that's a long term plan where they're going into communities, they're talking about their ideas, they're talking about why their ideas are better than you know, the other party, or not even that, just why they're good ideas in general and why you should be supportive of them so that no matter who's in power, because we know it's going to flip between the Democrats and Republicans, no doubt. you know, especially the federal level yep. and state level, yep. then no matter who's in power, you have that door or access to legislators where you can feel like you can still get things done instead of like many in the black community feel, well, when the Republicans in office, we don't get anything done for four years or however long. I mean, that's terrible because then it, it, the common people will suffer. That's yep. who suffers when we play these partisan games. Mm-hmm, no doubt. So what do you got coming up? Uh, anything coming up with the Republican Liberty Caucus. I have some things, but I'll have to announce that at a different time. Okay. But what I would say, if people are are interested about the civil asset forfeiture, the Senate file in the Senate is Senate file 3419. If you want to Google it or look it up, the House file is 3725. If you want to Google it and look it up, you have uh, in the Senate file, you have the chair of the Judicial and Public Safety Committee, Warren Limmer, who's authoring the bill, mm-hmm. and uh, Dan Hall's the vice chair authoring the bill. Two Republicans, uh, three Republicans and two Democrats. And in the House, mm-hmm. I mean, it's so split. you got 10 Republicans and nine Democrats. Wow. So call, call and ask to speak to people on the Judiciary and Public Safety uh, committee um, in the Senate and on the House, mm-hmm. it's going to I think the uh, Crime and Sa- uh, Public Safety Committee as well. Okay. So call your legislators, tell them to support this bill. That's mm-hmm. action that you can take in the community to make sure that this goes through. Word. And, and that's if they important. go on our Facebook page, those bills, the links to those bills where they can actually read them because we want to get people politically educated. You can read those bills to see uh, what's in there and then get your support. But one thing I want to say, if we're coming out to support, this is a great idea and this is very beneficial for the community. I, my next question is, what are we going to get in exchange? 
exchange for that as Word. the African-American community. If we come out and support this, what are some things that are going to benefit the black community? And I know should this I benefits actually, the black community, but what are other things that we can yeah. get we need in exchange a partnership. for that? Absolutely. No. Yes, we need partnership. Absolutely. We need partnership. Yeah, because yeah, we can get some monies out of it. You know, you, mm -hmm. you get the, and I don't mean it like that, but you're right. No, I understand you know, we, what you're saying. We, yeah, you know, we need something in exchange. It's politics. Let's just yeah, keep it that's real. right. And so, I mean, I, I, but for a lot too of people long, mock we me keep when I say giving that. and giving, but we yeah. don't get anything. And get nothing that's, in return. Absolutely. Right. We got more on the post show podcast. Pat, when I'm, I, I'm we were live. Yes. Wow. Oh, we took some calls. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Great. Gotta get used to this again. Yeah. Xavier, thanks for coming out. Yeah, thanks for having me. We got big things planned. Um, and I hope the Republican Party does more to stay involved. So mm -hmm. that's important. So, you know, I appreciate it. Yep. Man, Patwin, thanks for you. Will you be back next week? I will. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for having us. Yes. Thanks for listening to us. Make sure you Thank download you. the show wherever you are this weekend or during the week. Uh, next week, yeah. I'm Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat. Thanks for listening to us. Bye. Bye.